You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Grim After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Grim After Show. Welcome back, Grimsters. We're here talking Grim, episode 17, season 3. Synchronicity. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. (laughs) Joining me on tonight's panel, as always... Uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Come Hi, on. everyone. Yell Teagle here. Hello, everyone. I'm Dylan Chance. And uh, let's jump right in. This was uh, this was a di- an interesting episode. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited Grim was back. We had a random hiatus week last week. I think even, I even saw on the the writers' Twitter they were like, "We don't we don't know why." We have this week off. Yeah. No but no more breaks. Why. No more breaks for the rest of the season. They did say that. This is it. We Final are going to go straight through until the finale, which I don't know what date that is exactly off the top of my I head. I think it's I'm scared. the 20th, maybe? Of May? Oh, wait. That might be the day that we... Of Cause, May? Cause no, we, no, I because it... we have five episodes left. We have 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I will oh. find out what the date is and tweet it out. Please. Yeah. You're welcome. Let me know. Um, but we, we <laughs> open this quote as we, uh, we open this episode as we always do with our quote. We open this quote. <laughs> In all chaos, there is a cosmos. In all disorder, a secret order. Nice. Yeah. And that was, um, and the quote is by Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone interested, um, who Juliet quoted in this episode as well. So there was a little synchronicity ah, there. See what you did and they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's a very poignant quote talking about how, like, if, even when it seems like there's insanity, mm-hmm. there's a there's a logic to everything. There's a method to the madness. Exactly. And we certainly got a little bit of that. I mean, we we got a little bit more... Grimlore, mm-hmm. explain. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Finally. I've never, it's been bothering me since the beginning. Like, how do they know he's a Grim? Yep. I've asked that since day one. How How did they know? He didn't do anything. Yeah, I, he didn't vote yeah. or anything like that. But, like, it's like, they literally say, maybe it's time you found out. <laughs> I just can't believe he didn't ask. And I'm really glad he was like, oh, I should have asked. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I guess I, I should have. I guess I should have asked sooner. Yeah. That was the, that was the quote. Yeah. <laughs> God, Nick, Nick. <laughs> Nick. There's so many questions I need you to just go ask them and clarify. It's like he accepted this and didn't was like, "Oh, okay, I'm this like, thing." Yeah. He doesn't what ask else? the question of like why the city there's tons of Vessin everywhere, mm-hmm. one grim. He never asks any of these things. We should start a uh, like a Twitter hashtag. Questions Nick should ask, and then just <laughs> well, you always have to yeah. have your main character a little bit clueless yeah. so that he can we can get information. Yeah, but while he does. He's he just hasn't asked. How many seasons were in? CC three seasons in, and now he's like, huh? I wonder how they know. Yeah, but we do find out, and it's because when they vote, they for whatever somehow they the Grimm's eyes become. 
something so dark black is too weak a word, Mm -hmm. which is a creepy thought. And they can't even they wouldn't even try to show us on the show. I don't I think they just figured we can't show you something like that. Mm -hmm. It's something beyond. I think that's because then we would be scared of Nick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we are not supposed to love. And it's, it's like the eyes is a portal. As the classic theme of eyes, right. and that these eyes show them a portal into themselves. They see the darkness of the Vessen within them, which is an interesting point, and I think it speaks to a larger thing. Maybe if we if we ever get into origins of Vessen, mm-hmm. like why there are Vessen and why there are Grimms, and where like did we, where did that spring from? Some kind of dark magic or something that led to it, because these Monroe basically implies that Vessen are all dark like that's a, that's the dark side of people mm-hmm. interesting what do you guys think of the whole of the whole thing um i didn't think about that that much you really yeah, went into it, it. <laughs> um but i do think that uh... hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, I thought it was more of they just... Because they've said before they don't they don't like to see themselves like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking about how they don't mm-hmm. like to vote because it's, I don't not embarrassing, but it's just, it's their inner selves and they try not to, you know, they stay Which in person more Which is weird because it's like, it's like your species. It's right. like wearing your, it's like as if, as if it was your race that you could conceal mm-hmm. yeah. in, a, in a big way. It's, it's the vulnerable part of you that mm-hmm. you're exposing. And I think that that's another reason why they don't like to see because they're seeing not just the vulnerable side, but they're seeing like the deepest, darkest secrets that they keep within that vulnerable side. Yeah. And in, and he the, sees me. Yeah. And in a sense, like for all of us, we have that kind of inner passion, that inner being that mm-hmm. it sort of can be passed down from your parents to parent to child and so on. Mm-hmm. Just by who you're raised with, what you go through in life, because you, you there's somewhat of a line with your parents and what you get. Mm-hmm. And common experiences breed similar people. Yeah. So it's interesting that it's like these personalities that are so built into them. And Monroe is good in spite of being a bootbot, mm-hmm. not because of it. Right. Well, I imagine it's like if you had a deep, dark secret and that some there's one person in the world who sees it written on your face. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine that Monroe, who is a good guy and has a good heart, still sees, you know, like written on his face that Grim, uh, that Nick can see that he is a killer. That's who he is on the inside, even though he fights it. And I guess they have to sort of learn to look past mm-hmm. that. It's interesting that they don't see it when they're not vogued. Right. At all. There's just it's just people. That's like everyone else. It's just that's something hidden in him. The Grim has the ability to see into your darkest soul, and that makes him want to kill you. And I mm-hmm. love that the solution is so simple. <laughs> yeah. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. So now, so now Nick can be the best man mm-hmm. was the whole thing that got us here. Wearing like, sunglasses at a, what did they say? An, uh, I hope it's an, an outdoor wedding. A wedding at night. <laughs> I feel like the solution could have been 
oh, we'll do it during the day so you can wear sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just, oh, you'll just wear sunglasses. Who cares what the theme or... Oh, sorry, I'm blind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I can't. I'm the best man, but I'm blind. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know people are going to be like, why are you wearing sunglasses? Yeah. Take your sunglasses uh, off you know, all night long. You know the wedding's not going to go no. that smoothly. No Somebody's going to knock his sunglasses <laughs> off, and then they'll vote because they're drunk, <laughs> as you would be at a wedding. You don't know how vests and weddings are. Maybe they're dry. No, they're they're gonna be drunk. <laughs> it's they're most of the vests and come have German names. They're gonna be German roots. They're drunk. Making assumptions. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Where do you I think w- Oktoberfest? I would from? never go to a dry wedding. Peter Stein. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, let's get into the big. I mean, this was an interesting episode because this is, I think, the most serialized episode of Grimm mm-hmm. in all three seasons. There is no snot at all of Vessen of the Week. I was Not so, spread over two episodes. I was so happy. I mean, it's great. It's it's what I've wanted, like, this show to sort of become, mm-hmm. like, to go away. Like, not to lose it entirely, because that's fun, like, seeing all the new creatures. But to get that more serialized aspect that we got. Because this, while we were breaking this episode down, it was basically, it goes from, it's Meisner and the Hexen Baby mm-hmm. into, like, when we meet Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then they travel to Portland. And this whole storyline... That's it. Yeah. There's a little beep ball with the best man thing, and that's that's about it. I expected it to become a two-parter. I don't know why. I did, too. I felt like Kelly wasn't going to get Adeline to Nick's house until the last five minutes. Well, that's the thing it sort of is when you have this, like, truly serialized show now, mm-hmm. is that it, it is a two-parter, but it's gonna, it's a five-parter as we just keep going to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. It can... The, it can really stretch into a season. We can travel with these characters. That's what I love about serialized television as opposed to episodic. It's mm-hmm. fun. And I'm having a lot of fun with this. When we open, the, yeah, we open, we see Adeline and Meisner on the run. And they, yeah, they're like, do. he's like, wait here. I'm going to go check. She's like, what if it's not safe and you get hurt? He's like, it'll be safe. Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> he was awesome. He basically, Meisner turns her, I got this. Don't, don't you worry. Yeah. Don't you worry, baby. I got it. <laughs> Is that, is that what he said? He, he said, don't you worry, that. baby? That was the, what, right that between was the, the lines, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't worry, babe. I got this. No That's problem, what I babe. imagined you were trying Well, then he rushes in, and like, even though there are two guys stalking him from different vantage points, he's just like, bam, 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 smack. It was dead. Beautiful. You forgot that he came down from a tree. <laughs> he climbed a tree in that short Drop amount of time. smack, dead. You forgot that he was holding a gun and never used it. <laughs> He doesn't need to. Because he, he knows you can't, that would alert everybody yeah, nearby. Yeah, but he was, he could have put it, he just, it was in his hand, and he didn't even, I would loved it. It was beautiful. <laughs> Pure he tactics. Just, he just started smacking, it. like that was, he, Matt Meisner is one of the most badass people in and this show. I don't think he's Vessen. I just think he's awesome. It's right? so interesting, like I keep wondering that when we watch Meisner, because he's so good at fighting. Mm-hmm. But he never vogues, and like he's been in plenty of emotional situations. So you have to imagine he would have, if he wasn't like, if he was a vessel, if he's not Kershite Slishkenen. Yeah, that. Um, Which they kind of gave a hint that either the royals were that, or or something more than. Uh, just a human or a vessel. Well, that's what we're sort of we're starting to get into with this baby because. We get more. We get more of this baby's powers in this mm-hmm. episode, more demonstrative. And like Kelly goes into it, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But like this baby has a lot of power, and that's why Victor and everyone are trying to hunt it down. There's something 
in royal blood that's so rare. Because it must be something about how they're brought about, how they are brought to life, maybe the combination of Hex and Beast and Royal. I don't know. I mean, what's his name? Uh, <clears throat> Sean, Renard, uh, you know, Captain. He yeah. doesn't have any powers like that. He's not doing anything crazy. Well, he He's was able to... Beast. But he was able to cure Juliet. That's because he drank something. He did. He drank that... That was to purify him. Oh. Right. That purified him to bring out his inner... Like, to bring the goodness of the royal, almost like a Prince Charming, mm. to make him into Prince Charming for a moment to almost... If you think about it, it's wiping away his past sins. Mm. It prepared him to go be Prince Charming and wake Juliet up like Sleeping Beauty. I right. see. And that was, so there's something, I, at least that was my understanding of it. There's mm-hmm. something about being a royal that is powerful without being a Vessen. Well, before we get into that, I want to go back to Meisner. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Adelizner. Adelizner. Or Meisnerland. Look, <laughs> for any writers of any show listening to this, when you're naming characters that you think might potentially have the slightest chance of hooking up, make their names like, like fit together. Monroe's that was too easy. It almost like didn't want to do because it, it was so easy, but it's perfect. You know what, though? I don't think because I was. Uh, <laughs> Can you guys blend Nick and Juliet? Nick Liet? Newliet. Juliet. I don't like that one. <laughs> I, I really do. Um, but so Meisner originally was supposed to be someone that Renard couldn't really trust. They were um, in previous episodes. He's supposed to be someone that's looking out for himself. We can't really trust him. We don't know what he wants and what he's doing. And um, then they ended up making him, I guess, a love interest, or at least we decided he was a love interest and they we're like, oh, what a good idea. So I don't think we can blame the writers for the names. I'm just, I mean, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm I like the name Meisner and I like Adeline. It's just... I don't like Adeline. It's really hard to keep calling <laughs> I them... Like I don't like It's, that it's hard to keep calling them Madeline. Or Adelizner. Adelizner. Either one is complicated. Adelizner. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> moving away from the shipping for a moment. Well, don't um, worry, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Well, because they... We'll get back yo. to it, yell. But before they get to there, what I know you're about to talk about... They they have to see the truck like they find Adeline they get her in they're getting her into this van mm-hmm. and then, I like we don't know what's going on and then, the gun just shoots into the air we don't know why I mean it's the baby that yeah. that one I think was the baby and then there's just this dude's just his throat just opens up we don't even see anyone a ghost, that just slit its throat yeah and then a silent knife attack in the back, and I'm sitting like oh who is it. I mean, I'd seen the preview, so I know who it was. Oh. I don't like, come I on, actually come on. Know. And then Kelly pops out. Grim back. Yeah, Mama Grim. <laughs> Mama Grim. Mama Grim is back and just killing people like nothing, like yeah. breathing, which is totally Kelly's rap sheet. Yeah. yeah. It's just, she kills. That's, she's way more awesome. And she says, she says a, bit, a little bit later, she doesn't trust anyone she's not close enough to kill. Mm-hmm. That's the world she's raised in. That's her inner self. Yeah. It was just a murder machine. Which is great when we finally see her and Nick working together. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's two two sides of a, mm-hmm. of a coin. Yeah. Um, uh, so they so they get on the plane. But, but wait. But before they, like, well, they're loading Adeline onto the plane. Yeah. And then we, ha- then we have the moment where we know they have to say goodbye. Well, before that. Uh-oh. <laughs> before that, this is not about <laughs> Meisner. Um. It's that Kelly, they don't know who she is. Yeah. He doesn't know who she is. No one knows who she is. No one knows. Like, and, like, you're thinking back, like, 
how did they not cross? How did Adeline and? But also, like, they're trusting that this woman who just beat up the other people that came to take her, like, she could also be kidnapping you for your baby. No, because they know that they're expecting a woman from the resistance. Yeah, but... And they're expecting to get on a plane. Right. With her, and she knows just the amount that she's supposed to know. Mm-hmm. Yes, there could be some elaborate scheme to put in Thank a new you. woman. That's all I want. But <laughs> That's all that, I seems, that seems like a stretch. Like, the Verat just... That's there's not their style. Yeah, but they they've just... been there for like three hours waiting. They said they knew ahead of time. They were there and ready. Mm-hmm. They could have easily found out that it was supposed to be a woman and replaced her. I'm just saying. And then had her kill <laughs> six of their own people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just letting them kidnap her. <laughs> yes. That's very like uh... they'd already gotten her. Like it was... elaborate. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so she says goodbye. Um, she, so How right. does she say goodbye? She kisses him on the cheek. <laughs> it was so cute. Well, she didn't want to commit. She's leaving him forever. Right. And he has to go into hiding. Yeah, now he's like, I um, think he deserved a little more than him. I'm taking a kiss. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. He deserved. He, uh, he, he killed protected people. He protected her, her and her baby. He brought him out into the woods. That is, I think, I risked I think, his life a I lot. I think this is the most vulnerable we've seen Adeline yet. Mm-hmm. And even when she didn't have powers, yeah, she was still like, "I'll kill you mm-hmm. with a knife and yeah. not my with my magical hex and beast powers." She just is ready to like. She's ready to do whatever she can, mm-hmm. and it's because she's now a mother. Yeah. Um, but we get her on the plane, and we're sitting there like. Oh God! She she killed her mom, and she poisoned her daughter-in-law, yeah. and this is so awkward. And then they just don't know each other in the slightest bit. Which I guess they didn't cross paths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never did. Like, did they? I mean, she killed her mom. Yeah, yeah which is great. Later on, when they take her, when to they Nick's house. when everyone starts to piece together. So wait, I did. Oh, and then, but she did. Ooh, oh, this is bad. Well, um, she's Adeline. Still doesn't know that she killed her mom. Yeah, but yes. she will soon. She will soon. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, Renard is ready to fill yeah. her in. Um, but and Victor, meanwhile, has that has his guy that he's just ready to kill, or he just does kill. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the most gruesome way possible for letting them get away. Mm-hmm. He just. Well, or he... no, he doesn't even just. He's like you guys, guard dogs. Yeah. Rip his throat open with your teeth. Yeah. yeah. It was, it really just is trying to show us how Victor doesn't really care about people unless they're useful to him. Yeah. The instant they screw up, no excuses. Like he hurt, he knows what he's going to say as an excuse. And he's just like, you're going to die now. Which is exactly the, you know, argument about why he wants the baby. He doesn't care about Adeline. He cares about the baby. And not even really caring about the baby, but caring about the powers that the, the baby has. The fact that there is a baby, not the baby itself. Yeah. So much to go like so much to go on with the baby and Victor's like he's gonna chase them down. Yeah. And they take off in the plane, not sure where they go, and we're gonna find out where they go after a quick break to talk about iTunes. Yeah. Ooh. That was a Seacrest esque little teaser. You'll have to stick around. Don't skip this. Just stick through while we talk about iTunes. Guys, we do this podcast for you. We want it to be the best podcast it can it can be for you. And here at AfterBuzz, we put together over 70 hours of free content a week. Free content. I challenge you. I challenge any of you 
to listen to all of it in a week. Try, and you will never make it unless you have no job. I guess it's possible. Or and hobbies. You d- and you don't need to sleep. <laughs> or sleep. Or eat. Well, you could listen while you eat. You can listen while you're having lunch. While if you if you work somewhere that you can just listen to stuff. You can listen in your sleep. Uh, take you it could. all in through osmosis. You could, yeah. <laughs> you could <laughs> try on. that. Um, but we do this podcast for you, and we want it to be the best that it can be. We want to help you, and so we need your help as well. We need you to go on to iTunes, go on to YouTube rate subscribe tell your friends about after buzz even if they don't watch grim you should get them to watch grim you should and yeah. then you should get them to then listen to the after buzz show about grim yeah they've got about three seasons about 60 episodes of tv to catch up on but they can do it yeah i believe in them as i believe in you Binge to watch. give us good ratings and to help us to tell us what you want to hear more of what i do you want more yell do you want more dylan yeah. do you want me to be louder like matt lieberman <laughs> no <laughs> they um, say but no. we issued a challenge. We did issue a challenge. The challenge was if we can get a hundred reviews on iTunes. That is one hundred reviews on iTunes. I will do everything in my power at San Diego Comic Con to talk to the cast of Grimm and get us something yeah. awesome for the show. Hopefully, one of them to come. Yeah, on we'll the show. interview them. Ooh. I'll be there in the background, photo bombing, just waving yeah. my arms. Yes, yeah. he will pull a yelling questions. It'll be great. Hey guys, what did you think about? Yeah. Why doesn't Nick know? Why doesn't yeah. he ask this? Nick, ask more questions. Yeah. Well, so, one of you put me on like Skype on your phone so I can yell too. Yes. So one hundred reviews. And it also the other the added bonus of giving us a review on iTunes is that you get a shout out. Shout out on the yeah. show. Um, so this week we have a couple. Uh, so Shane J M says love this Grim podcast five stars. Thanks, Ooh. Thanks to the host of the AfterBuzz Gr- TV Grim podcast, your knowledge and love for everything Grim is greatly appreciated. This Aww. is one of my favorite Aww. AfterBuzz TV podcasts. That's, that's yeah. nice. I like that person. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. Um, DJ NVZ. I don't know how to. If that's a pronounceable word, but uh, says. LOL on the turtle comment. Five stars. <laughs> yes. Love you guys. Great podcast. Yes, we did start talking about how if they ever have a turtle vest and it's basically a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. One day, one day there will be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle vest. Yeah. I've seen the trailer. <laughs> uh, we're not going to get started about that. Okay. I could go on for another hour just about that trailer. Yeah, thanks for bringing um, that back up. Um, Aisha Z says, amazing podcast, five stars. My husband and I love Grimm, and I love listening to the podcast on my way to work. Oh. So you can listen on your way to work oh, while yeah. you're driving. Yeah. So many opportunities. I know if you're in L.A., you got at least an hour of traffic no matter where you're going yep. for yeah, work. Five minutes down the street. Yeah, you can Is listen to hour. two after buzzes a day on your commute. And if you're in San Francisco, <laughs> you can be using Muni and listen to us. Yeah. yeah. You can listen to us on the subway if you're in New York or if you're just sitting around in a cornfield in the middle of Wisconsin wherever you are nice. you can listen to after buzz yeah. um she says the discussion and predictions are so much fun to listen to i also wanted to say that i love when the writers include history into the <laughs> plot line like vessin being gods so much fun thanks for the awesome did podcast. you write that one i it was you this this person knows what's up they know what they want and i agree i agree so much aisha more history lessons on Grimm. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but we don't have history lessons this week. We have a plane traveling mm-hmm. through the air, and it's a he- for- first headed to Brazil. Yeah. But Kelly knows that if they know where the plane was going to pick them up, inevitably they must know where the plane is going. Yep. Makes sense. She doesn't trust to radio into the resistance because she doesn't know who the leak was. So she's like, 
change of course. And this is when I started to go, uh, Kelly, I think you're skipping some stuff here. Not thinking it through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, she's like, the less we know about each other, the better. I don't know that that's true. Because if you'd, at minimum, ask, like, you're all on the same plane. Right. right. There's no leak of information from here. You know that she's, an hex, she's a hexen beast. Mm-hmm. You at least know, you have to at least know that. Yes. But she doesn't think to ask, where are you from? So we cannot go there. Yeah, because yeah. even if, like, you think Nick's place would be safe, because, mm-hmm. like, in, of course she's going to go to Portland when she's like, where, they, we've got four extra tanks, we, so we have a long range, because they're in the middle of Europe. Yeah. Right. Going they're almost the over the edge other, of Portland. They almost could have gone the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they almost could have just gone over China and stuff. Yeah. Um, Check where she's from. You know she's American. Mm-hmm. Maybe going to a random place in America might lead to issues. Maybe go to Canada. That would have been a smart choice. Yeah, I mean, she's got to have other people that... I mean, I guess there's no one you can trust more than her son. Right. And that's fair. We know that she knows how good Nick is. Mm-hmm. And that he would protect someone. I don't think she could possibly imagine that they are connected but you have to at least ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was very silly of her to, oh, we're going to go to the States. This girl's American. Let's not find out what state. Or even, like, just the... Because she doesn't tell her because she wants to protect her or whatever. But when she gets there, she's going to know where they are. Yeah. She's going to see the Oregon license plate and piece it together. She didn't say anything. That was what was silly also. I don't think that... Adeline could uh, like I I give more of a pass to Adeline not knowing that well this random person who I don't know there's no way she's gonna take me to that one person's house that I couldn't possibly (laughs) deal with but when she gets to when they get to Oregon and she goes oh you know Sean Renard and she goes no that's not I don't know who that is and uh that should have been the sign for Kelly. Like, clearly she knows people here. We should leave here. Yes. That right. Is, that is, but again, yeah, again, like, if she knows anyone in that city, you have to imagine that Victor is going to be able to track her back there. Mm-hmm. Although once they're there, we, we I mean, don't, the Royals, we already know the Royals know about Grimm, uh, I mean, uh, Nick, the Grimm in Portland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's another, like... Let's just bring him to the Grim. Wouldn't that be the first place? Whoa, no, I wonder where they, they took him. Because I don't think they connect Nick and the Resistance at all. Mm. They know they don't think Nick is working with the Resistance, and he's not. Yeah, he has not. some ties to the Resistance right. for sure. But even his mother, even Kelly, is not like deep in the Resistance. She's more just like a freelancer yeah. working with them. Yeah, she got recruited. She said because she says later she's like, I don't want the Resistance to have this baby. I don't want the royals to have this baby. This baby should just grow up as a person. Which led me to a prediction I'll save for later. We will get there. We will absolutely get there. There's so many, like, so much to predict. (laughs) Um, But so that, and they, they and then as soon as they walk in, and it was, this was a really well built where it's like they're in the rain and they're, they're, she covers her with the jacket so that, because I feel like Adeline would have known if she'd been looking where she was going. Like, I should not go in this house mm-hmm. right now. Because she's covering you're like, don't we don't want anyone to see you. But right. it's raining, so we can protect you. We also don't want the baby to get wet. Mm-hmm. Which it did anyway. It did so. anyway. Right. Whatever. It was pouring out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, the baby couldn't have, like, made a bubble to protect them. Just saying, baby. Super baby. Which I want to I talk, once we get through this, I want to just talk about the baby. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole thing. Um, 
We, uh, but we get inside, and we do get, um, uh, before this, we get a little flashback. flashback yeah. Crazy flashback. Um, first of all, just going to say it, Young Kelly, very attractive. Uh, <laughs> Young Kelly was played by Gloria uh, Votsis, who you might recognize from White Collar. She played Alex. She's super hot. Yeah. Yeah. You should I'm not. Google I'm her. not going to go further down that rabbit hole, but yeah. yeah. Google her. Um, it was a great little scene of like young Nick and young Marie, mm-hmm. who we haven't even talked about in forever. Yeah. Also, Marie. Kelly said something very interesting when Adeline asked if she had kids. Kelly said, "My sister did." That was weird, and I was. I, I wonder. Do you guys think that that's like a, a tease? Yeah, did I'm wonder I I I'm wondered like, the I same thing. Oh, oh I'm so, so excited. So, so many possibilities. I was wondering if Anne Marie was in trouble when she had Nick. Mm-hmm. If she had Nick, gave it to her sister who stayed out of the grim spotlight. Um, but then maybe the grim stuff caught up with her. Then they switched kids back. I'll oh, go back to your Aunt Marie. I mean, that could have happened. But I feel like I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean my, I instantly thought that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. But then, I feel like at some point since Anne-Marie died and, like, the and mom disappeared, I feel like at some point you'd tell him nope. that? No? Nope. I think that's a season three type of story. Hmm. Hmm. Unless she was just referring to that she didn't get to raise him from being a young teenager to I, an that's adult. That's what I was thinking. I don't think it was... I didn't hear it as a giant reveal because <laughs> it wasn't treated that way. I think it was supposed to be... Like, this might be a big reveal. Hold on to this nugget. And I That's think it was also her dodging the question to a certain degree of not wanting to say, yes, I had a kid. Mm-hmm. Less revealed, the better. Right. right. I, I, I'm i going to say no. She is, Kelly is still Nick's mom. Okay. I'll take it. Right, yell, you're disagreeing. I'm disagreeing. Okay. But All right. I think uh, that is a prediction that we will get into in season three, <laughs> probably. I hope. You mean this, season, this four. season? Season four, I apologize. Okay. Because I the, wow. well, if they're going to reveal it, mm-hmm. if that's going to be the twist, I think we will get it this season. Mm. They, if they're going, if that's going to be a thing. They just teased it. Yeah, I think they'll pay it off before we finish the I season, mean, and then it'll be more. Explained. It'll be an issue yeah, next, next season, season when I hope we get more Grimms. Yes, Please. I want more Grimms too. I want to see more Grimms. So she's like, "Oh, we're on the plane. Where can we go?" Well, there's only one other Grim <laughs> in all of the world. Let's go to his house. Like, there has to be more. Yeah, I'm reminded this is a random poll, but like, there's a quote in Free Trauma. There's only 20 people around here who would really do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's the general rule in television, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how big the world is, there's only 20, 20 people who do anything. Um, but so they get there, and like Adeline is just as soon as she sees where they are, she goes, "Oh God." She's, oh oh god, oh no. Commercial. Of course. (laughs) Um, But, like, it's really, and I think that the the writers even know, like, this all coming together is a really wishy washy, like, all over the place thing. Mm -hmm. That, like, and then that's when Juliet comes in with this big quote, another Carl Jung quote to mirror the opening. She goes, when two or more events are not causally related, but are connected through meaning. Mm-hmm. That's synchronicity, and this and this whole event sequence is synchronicity to the point where even Juliet is like, "I can't fight this." What did you guys think about how Juliet reacted? They all seemed a little bit calmer <laughs> than yeah. they were. They were collected in their rage. She's always, I think, collected in her rage, even even when she's upset. Um, and I think that 
it just really shows that like they're used to this kind of thing at this point. You know, they're used to things happening to them that they don't want and and people interfering with their lives. And I think it was great that they interrupted the proposal. Yeah, I mean, as soon as Nick took out that ring, because, like, they finally brought up again that these two are Mm -hmm. sort of engaged. Yeah, She said no, now she knows, she still hasn't said yes. Well, she said, didn't she say, correct me if I'm wrong, I can't remember. Did she say yes at some point? Weren't they engaged for a while? No. She said no because she felt that he was holding something back. Thank you. And now that she knows everything, he was like, hey. And she's like, But he's still got that ring chilling there. And they're both like, we'll deal with that later. One wedding at a time. If I was Nick, I'm like, that was a messed up thing to say. (laughs) Well, she was saying saying that, like, when things settle down, they'll be able to have a wedding. But things are never going to settle down. So I think it's going to eventually be one of those. Well, she's saying one wedding at a time, which is a little bit more reasonable. Right. But I think that. The next time he brings it up, she's going to be like, well, stuff keeps getting in the way. And then he's going to say something along the lines of, stuff's always going to get in the way. And that, then, it felt like a network note. It's like, one wedding at a time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we got to spread this out. Yeah. We got to have a wedding event in the, in the, uh, December. Yeah. So save it yeah. for season four. We just got renewed. Come on. Perfect. Save something for down the line. That was what their teaser was like, don't you want another wedding? <laughs> Weddings like, are really big. Yeah, we Ever do. since last year's Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh. Too soon. <laughs> well, it's not too soon. It's not too soon. We're not gonna, no, 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 no. Spoilers for anybody that doesn't watch Game of Thrones well, yet. I didn't also, you. too soon. <laughs> a year um, later. But so as there are, as they're dealing with that, and they get this crash of Nick's new proposal, mm-hmm. like they get parts in, and then the the baby. There's like more with the baby, mm-hmm. and let's just let's well let's get through this with this whole plot line because like they discuss yeah. the importance of it. Mm-hmm. And then Adeline runs out the door right. or out the window um, with think, another baby mirage. Oh yeah, the baby yeah. mirage that was awesome. Juliet's like creating a pillow. Uh, uh. Hey Nick, <laughs> that was hilarious. This was a baby. <laughs> that was great. Um, Why did the baby do that? To provide her an escape. But, to to um, I mean, give them. To buy she time. was already gone. It was did to it, buy time. Two seconds. Yeah. Again, yeah. any time. Like that. That two seconds could have been. They could have gotten to that truck. Hmm. Any time is valuable time, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, I could, it could have done something better than that, I think. Whatever. And who knows? They might have like come <laughs> in, seen the baby, and then run downstairs or something. All right. Um, but so the, Adeline runs, and of course she's going to see Renard. Mm-hmm. And she does, and she hands him his baby. And yeah. she confirms that it's his baby, like, again. Let's be honest. She hasn't done any tests. Yeah. She can claim it's his baby as much as she wants. But timing-wise, she would know, wouldn't she? She slept with both the brothers. Close enough together, though? Yes. yes. Hmm. Until there is a DNA test. I want to see the test. Yeah. Well, let's that put them on more. That would be uh, a Sean season. Sean Renard, you are not the father. <gasps> oh! <laughs> you are not the father of the new leader of the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it could be that to be a great, like, almost like uh, the, not the season finale, but like penultimate mm-hmm. twist of this season. Like, like, sorry, Sean, it's not yours. And yeah. he's like, "What?" And he just like goes crazy. Z- uh, what's what's he called? Zauger beast? Uh, Something like that. Something it male. Means, yeah, it means beast. like wizard beast. <laughs> yeah, it's not a hex and beast. Hex and beast is a female. Right. Zauber beast. Zauber beast. Yeah. Which I was like, I heard. I was like, he's a what? Oh, that's right. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's I a man. He was hex and beast. Oh, it's so confusing. <laughs> 
Um, but he so and all we know in that moment that like he's going to take ownership of this whole mm-hmm. situation. Like this is now his baby, and he like in both the baby itself and the whole protection racket is now his. Yeah, he had a control. creepy little smile there at the end. And that was just an excited smile. Like he was like, mm, I don't know if it was more excited, more it was like. Yes, finally. <laughs> I guess my I, baby. Which uh, Juliet points out, you were right that she would be the one to point it out. That there's still no name for the baby, and she still, even after you pointed out, was like, no, no, there was I no. I mean, time. Adeline hasn't given a. She doesn't even have given a thought. She was pregnant for nine months. Didn't have yeah, that's the thing. Like, I get six not this. I get so, not. Yeah, yeah, six months. You're right. Again, well, I guess okay. We could buy that. Six months in, you're not really deciding. You're like, I got time I got to you. make a big decision like that. She might have some candidates. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> uh, these three, if it's a girl. These three, if it's a if boy. If Nick saves the day somehow in the season finale, she's like, I'm calling her Nikki. <laughs> it's never happened. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I don't think it will. But it would Kelly. be funny. Ooh. Oh, gosh. I well, <laughs> name your baby after the woman who killed its grandmother. I was going to say, if anything, she's going to name it after her mom. Eh, uh, that's not twisty enough for me. Boring. But let's let's talk about... Let's talk about the baby. Yeah. Like, this baby has so much power. That, like, Kelly talks about it. Like, this is not just... Like, we see. Does it have, like, a magnet ability? Is it, like, Magneto? It seemed like it has something to do with electrical... Things. Which magnets so, yeah, totally yeah, control. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I'm thinking, like, whatever it can do is somehow based on... It, like, it seems to, like, make magnets explode. It, can, it moves knives and guns a lot. That's it true. bends a spoon. It is Magneto. This baby is Magneto. <gasps> but with creepy demon eyes. This has been a Marvel show all along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next episode on Agents of Shield. Agents of Grim. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that ten times a week. <laughs> um, but, like, what... I mean, then she talks about how it's going to just be able to... It's going to have a personality that is just charismatic. She basically implies that this baby could be either the next Winston Churchill or the next Hitler, mm-hmm. based on how it's raised. I mean, that's an interesting point. Like, if you took somebody like Churchill and put him in a negative environment, could he grow up to be a, a Hitler? Maybe. If he's raised in hatred, around hatred. If Hitler was raised in a nice family, could he have been a good person? It's a fair question mm-hmm. of, like, somebody that has that much ability to command others, ignoring the whole Hitler and Coins of Xanthos thingy, but mm-hmm. somebody who just naturally has that much charisma could use that in one way or another mm-hmm. and they're again the, sync, the the whole thing we're talking about with the Grimm's eyes it's very it's very nice the comparison the parallels here because this baby is what it is deep inside we don't know yet we don't know what that whole crazy process that Adeline went through what it did to this kid did it, do you think the process is what gave it the powers? So I think it was really interesting that they brought up that she was going through this restoring process while she was pregnant, and that probably amplified the baby's powers. Because if Sean is the father, then that means the baby is what three fourths. Uh, yeah, because it can't be that it's it, it can't be the important thing can't be that it's half has part hex and beast and part royal because Sean's part hex and beast part royal and they right. don't care about him he's yeah. just a no, dude and they could have another royal offspring if they wanted right maybe like he Victor could just go like get a harem and like have a 
boatload of royal babies. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it could also be that the royals can't have offspring, which is why it's so Maybe. interesting. Maybe. Very, very rare. Because that's the thing we talked about. Maybe it's about difficult. the fact that the royals are mad and, and what it is. We haven't seen it. Well, yeah, we haven't met a female royal, have right. we? That's what I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, Renard's mom was the Hex and Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They talked about We've that. We've never met a female royal. We haven't even talked about a female royal And we'll yet. never be royals. Oh, someone Sorry. had to do it. Get out. Uh, Get out. Oh, <laughs> it was running through my head, but I no. went, nope. I... <laughs> Thanks. If we had a if we had a punjar, that would have been like eight dollars <laughs> right there. I would have fined you so much. I would have I would have paid with a hug. I, <laughs> well done. Anyway, um, <laughs> thanks guys. But like, what? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what this baby. Like, this is going to be the the baby is essentially going. to... I feel like it's going to be a thread for until like for the time like as far as we can see. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless we get it into some crazy safe environment, which I guess is possible, but that would totally close off its storyline unless you drop it into... It, it is... There are some angel writers that are involved in Grimm if they drop it into an alternate universe that grows it up ten years in I five episodes. have other oh predictions. God. Okay. Um, let's, let's wait. Well, uh, let's get into predictions. Let's, let's just drop right in. And now... Because we're going to be here for a little while. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. So, Yell, you have had, you've been teasing your predictions. Yeah. So you're, I want you to start off. Sorry. All right. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. The baby is going to be raised by the two nicest people we know on the show. Oh, Monroe Rosalie? Monroe Rosalie? No. Oh. No. Nick, I don't think we're the Nick and Juliet. Oh. I think Monroe Rosalie's nicer than Yeah, they're totally okay, nicer. They're nicer. <laughs> but. Kelly will drop the baby into. She needs a safe place that's not Royals, that's not Hexenbeast, that's not whatever. Where can we find a mostly human, very safe household? Very safe, very normal household. Mm-hmm. Would be with a Grim and a human. And that's definitely a messed up situation. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like straight out of a sitcom. <laughs> well, he's a Grim, she's a human, and their baby is the future of humanity. So and a demon. That is my <laughs> and a demon. And a demon. Um, that was one of my theories. Uh, so my other prediction is not the parallel universe like Angel, but something more along the lines of um, the fairies on True Blood or um, the I don't remember what this her baby name is. Did from... come out in a third of the time. Yeah. So if we so that would mean three years to the one year ratio. We get like a little Jack thing going on here. <laughs> um, so this that baby be, could so, just... But that's... Even even then, like, three seasons down the line, it's nine years old. So I'm not thinking a three to one. I'm thinking that it just grows it's on its It's exponential. Yeah. So, like, it's a, it's a toddler by the time we get back to... Or it's a toddler... It's like a... It's like a 13-year-old. Kin, it's like a kindergartner by yeah, our first see. by our first episode of season four. By the end of first season four, it's like... An older teenager. I think you guys are trying to spit, like mathematically figure it out, oh, whereas yes. I think it's more of a grim thing where they can steal from other sci-fi's and fantasies, where it's just gonna all of a sudden it's a teenager, all of a sudden it's an adult. No I, math, no. As whatever. long as they can explain it and make it not sound like they're just pulling it out of nowhere, they're gonna explain it. If this is what happens, they're gonna explain along the lines of this baby is special. 
Because it's it's a super convenient thing to happen. Yeah. And like it was yep. on Angel, where he just is magically an adult with daddy issues. Mm-hmm. It would be, I mean, it would be interesting. It would certainly raise us, raise the tensions up. Yep. Um, as we're going. Uh, Those I, are my predictions. The big, the big other thing we have to want, like, well, for next week, what we saw was, we heard, like, you try, or Sean wrote out, like, you try to take this child. It's not going to go well. Mm-hmm. He says it to Nick in the hallway while he's got a gun like behind his back. So he knows Nick is coming and he knows what Nick's there for. Yeah. That's the other kind of messed up thing is that like Renard is like now, well, is he going to go back to being our bad guy? That'd be cool. That could be, I mean, he was our bad guy for yeah. so long. Yeah, but he was never actually that bad. But he was our bad guy. He I was know. our and our like anti-person he was the other side he was the one we were fighting it wouldn't be out of the question to go back to that would it i don't know i feel like there's no point in making him the bad guy when he's not like villainous but we know that but this is the thing about bad guys is you the best villains are the ones that you can relate to that you can understand why and if it's if he does these bad things to protect a child we would totally understand. and mm, like, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> you like Renard. I get it. But, like, he could, if if he thinks that it's threatening, maybe, I mean, maybe he goes south. Maybe we lose Renard. Uh, he's going to have to quit mouth. the police force. Well, I'm not tired of them it's, struggling. It's, it's almost too bad that he, we, like, him and Adeline can't just, like, raise the baby as, as loving parents. Meisner. Yeah, what about How him? How dare you? I uh, am really sad to say that I predict he won't be back by the end of the season. Meisner? Yeah. No more Meisner. He did wander off. He had to go into woods. hiding. Yeah, to go into hiding. He, Yeah, they've sort of put him on ice mm-hmm. as a character. They could bring him back at any time when they need to. And I think that they will because they know that the fans love him, not just me. It was. It's definitely one of those... Moments of synchronicity mm-hmm. where we got a little, we started to like him, but we didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. And now he's just, he's in our minds. We're going to remember him. Yeah. We also got Adeline screaming. We got the police lined up looking at some kind of presentation. So that made me think that Nick and Renard are going to be working together mm-hmm. to like, hunt down if the baby gets kidnapped or something and they get the whole police force in on it. Yeah. It looks like there's going to be a royal battle in Portland. Ooh. Bat- or a battle royale yeah, as the go. teaser said. Whatever. <laughs> Either way. Grim versus Vessin this Friday at 8 o'clock. Nice. Uh, and with that <laughs> yes, we're going to call it a wrap and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Dylan, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. Yell, where can people find you? The people can find me online at yell.tv and on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And you guys can find me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson and also here at AfterBuzz on Archer and later tonight, Resurrection. I'm Zach Wilson and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 